0: Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is for the girl who is ready to ditch the self-doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing hey and welcome back to the canon confidence podcast i'm here today with a very special guest we have aubrey nichols today aubrey's a self-love advocate and her intention is to illuminate the darkness so that others may live in the light in everything she does she's a writer a speaker a workshop facilitator and i'm so excited to have her here to share her amazing story with you guys okay aubrey thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the show
1: Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm happy to be here. So,
0: Aubrey, we want to hear your story. Tell us um, all the details of how you got to, to this amazing position of where you are today, kind of sharing your, your light with the world.
1: All right. So, I mean, I don't want to take you down to the dark place but with me, but in order to really, for me to have embraced the light, I really had to go to a dark place and It was really like started at age six, looking down at my thighs, thinking that they were just too fat growing up in this like perfectionville, never good enough sort of environment in Houston, Texas. Um, And from there, it was just like a lifetime of filling my Insides with the outsides, I thought that there was an emptiness or a void that could only be fixed um, with something outside of me. So, eating disorder, addiction, sort of drug and alcohol, you know, unavailable men, um, perfectionism was a big thing for me. Um, and it just ended with me at 35 years old walking down the aisle to a man who I really could love me, thought I really could love. Me for me, um, I could hand over my emptiness to him, and that I would finally be enough. Um, I was wrong, and um, that experience, that that marriage, um, which eventually led to divorce, was uh, my wake up call, but my salvation, that allowed me to say enough, I am enough, um, and to reinvent myself from the inside out, with a real focus on cultivating a loving relationship with myself and getting to know who I am, um, not based on what I saw in the mirror, but like who I am, my heart and my soul and the essence of me. So... That that's that's kind of my story. <laughs> I wish wow. it were as easy to say as it what is easy to go through as it was it was to say just then, but it wasn't. It's been sort of a haul, but all worth it.
0: Wow. So you were able to take you know the the worst of the worst circumstances that happened to you, and just even just growing up through all of that. Um, how I guess when did you realize that you could kind of turn that. Into, into the light and really make it something beautiful out of it and get to see it in a more positive way?
1: Um, I guess I, I probably started to learn um, when I would journal. I just, I, I, I've always done morning pages. Um, with Julia Cameron's sort of artist way. It's a, one of the foundational exercises of her book. And it's like three pages stream of consciousness. And I've really always been a writer and kind of been able to take my struggle and put a funny spin on it or, you know, uh, create a silver lining out of it. Because I really am a half, um, like a, what, a half full type of person. I always can find a silver lining and um i think it's when i started to write about these really what most people would call horrible experiences was that it allowed me to feel that pain and in a sense put it over there and mm. i realized that it wasn't me that was something that i went through and by doing that i didn't have to identify with myself but i was a i could still identify with having the experience and relate to other women or men who have had experiences like those and how powerful it was when someone was like, Oh my God, Aubrey, thank you for telling me that because I didn't see it. It was, I I wouldn't, I had already put it out there. I wasn't ashamed of it. Then I didn't have, I could tell people about it. And when I told people about it, they were, felt better they felt not so alone and that's when I realized that sort of that vulnerability and I get I call it my like zero fucks like Mm -hmm. um sort of raw keep it real um type of writing and speaking was my superpower and that those horrible struggles and experiences were actually my gifts
0: okay guys interrupting this program to give you our sponsor for today. I know you're struggling with stress and anxiety, and I know you come here looking for some ways to curb it long term. And I have just the thing for you. The Mindful Academy is my group membership program where you're going to find weekly live meditations, monthly live trainings on topics like how to do the inner work to move through insecurities and weekly journaling prompts. I'm also in the group daily answering your questions and offering support. This program is right for you if you're looking for structure and accountability around doing the mindfulness work, as well as learning how to do it. It's perfect for those of you that want to learn how to meditate and learn how to do the inner work. And sometimes you just don't know where to start. You're not sure what journaling prompts to use. It's all going to be in this program for you. This is an ongoing monthly membership style program, but right now I'm offering a one time only fee of $20 to join. Yes. So in the future, it's going to have a monthly fee associated with it to join, but you will be grandfathered in, so all you're going to pay is $20 one time, and you're going to have this program for life. I'm so excited to offer this discounted rate right now because I know it's going to change so many lives, and it's going to be a no-brainer. So head to the link in the show notes to sign up. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so you mentioned you you had to kind of remove the shame in order to be able to share the story and be able to see it in a different light. How do you recommend we kind of look through our own past and remove the shame because that's such, I mean, shame is like one of the lowest vibrations, maybe the lowest vibration that there is. How can we all look at our lives differently without the shame?
1: Well, I mean, I think for, I mean, as I struggle a lot, I still struggle with shame. And for me, my um, the, sort of my, the thing I have clung tightest to my besides my coffee addiction is just like <laughs> these sort of, uh, you know, body, food, exercise, et cetera, wanting still wanting to be thin and think that, you know, all of those things. But mm-hmm. um, so that's where I can tell like how well that I'm doing. Um, But what I can say about it is just to really give all that for me, to give that stuff voice, to write that shame out on the paper, to see it separate than myself, to talk to anybody like a therapist, a really close friend, a sister about these things. Like, okay, one thing I was thinking about lately is like, my ex, well, I mean, I've done some weird things with my own food stuff, but like one of the things I did for, with my ex was that he was like kind of overweight and I wanted him to be healthy like me and he wasn't and he would always eat these peanuts mindlessly and I basically, when he was like not around, I took the planter's peanuts out of the jar and I washed the salt and oil off them and then I put them back in the jar. Okay. Okay. So I actually don't know (laughs) if I've said that out loud to anyone, but because I just said it out loud (laughs) to you, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty disordered, okay? But like, and if you can think about what I did that to him, you can think about like how I've sort of managed my food with myself or, you know, all this stuff. But, But it's by speaking my truth and being like, guess what? I did this that like just it like blasts that shame in half. And Mm. then the more you do it and then the more you, and especially when you share it with others, like then people are like, really, that's not bad. Listen to what I did or, Oh, (laughs) I did that. Me too. That's totally normal. Then you just don't feel, you know, you're, you're only as sick as your secrets. I don't know if you've heard that adage. And then if, so if you don't have secrets, then you can't really feel bad about yourself because I'm like crying. It's like, it's like we're human. We're so weird and flawed and we've got our rituals and behaviors and sort of we, every thing, all these like idiosyncrasies that need make us that we do that make us feel like we're safe. And that's so normal. You know, it's, And what's not healthy is just keeping those things to ourselves where that we think that we're the only one out there that has these things and we're just not.
0: Yeah, I think that's crazy because it's like when you share things with people, yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, I've done that, too. Um, it's crazy because we all just have all of these things that we judge ourselves so hard on and really we're just walking around and everyone else is just worried about themselves. Like the people who are judging us are just judging themselves and they're just afraid to talk to us and we're afraid to talk to them. Yeah. And if we all just start to share with each other the experiences that we have and, and our insecurities, it's like when your friend tells you that they think they're fat and you're like, what? You're gorgeous. They can't see it. but." Yeah, I think that that's so important. What you just said about being more open and sharing it, and, and whether whether it's someone who is willing to or can get to a point of sharing it the way that you do, or even just like you said with like a, a therapist or even a good friend, just getting it out of you out of yourself. And I'm a huge proponent of journaling as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, one thing you mentioned there was the morning pages, which I'm a huge fan of. You said you've done them for a while. When did you kind of get into that personal development aspect and like doing the inner the inner work and the mindset work?
1: I would say, um, so when I was in grad school, so i wanna to, I mean, I've been doing this inner work. I've been a seeker since the very beginning. I mean, I think I always have, but just because I'm in, so sensitive and in and, and, and empath and um i would say 2013 2011 is when i really went hardcore with the morning pages and the way i would write three pages of stream stream of consciousness in the morning sort of pair it with coffee then i'd write my intentions for the day in the present tense and then if i was you know sort of as i evolved that practice Um, worked on my goal statements, so, like, for the month or for the year, but writing them down three times in the present statement, like, almost like if they have have been done. So, like, I am so happy and grateful that I am a best-selling author Mm
0: -hmm. and am
1: spreading the message of self-love to as many women as possible. Um, And really just, like, for me, I like to play, like, any sort of music really like melodic, beautiful, like uh, piano music works to just get me to this heart space um, very quickly. And mm-hmm. um, it allows me to just like really like almost like you're like walking up to the stage, like to get a an Emmy or um, an Oscar. It's like, like, I am so happy and grateful that I am. And it just allows you to embody that feeling of having whatever you you want to have. Um, yeah. Because because okay. it's okay. the feel it's the feeling that you're chasing, right? It's not Absolutely. it's and that's what I try to remember. It's like especially when I'm like and I'm dating because I am and I'm single, but it's not the person my person and what he can what he looks like and all of the like boxes that he checks. But how do I feel when I'm with him? And to really identify that feeling so that when I meet that person and I feel that way, I'm not, I want to hang around a little bit longer to see what this is all about. You know?
0: Oh, you just said so many things I want to touch on. Okay. Um, starting with, okay. So I'm always recommending the morning pages and, and just journaling in general, um, to my clients and to everyone else who will listen to me. Um, People often struggle when they don't have a journaling prompt. Do you have any other tips for like doing the stream of consciousness and just writing whatever comes out? Like, how do you recommend people go about that when they're like, I don't know what to write and I don't, nothing comes out and I don't know what to put on paper.
1: Yeah, well, that's actually a good, um, very good point. Um, because I find that sometimes it becomes somewhat of a, like a to-do list, which is probably not what you want to be doing in the morning. But honestly, you also don't want to be judging um, yourself on how you're journaling. So there's this, um, a woman named Katie Dale about um, call. She has a journal or a book called let it out. And so she has a bunch of journal prompts in there. I mean, you could probably follow her on Instagram and get it or, but um or you could Google it journal prompts, but I definitely don't have the answer for that other than you want to get something, like you want to get a focus. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so sometimes before, like I'm going to bed, like, um, I'll I'll, you know, I have the thought about the X and the peanuts, the washing incident. And I'll say, you know what, let me, I'm gonna journal about that tomorrow. You know, because I'll start there and believe me, I won't end up there. But and, and what I'm finding is like even in a, as, as a published writer who wants to get published and it's I've had to retrain myself to write just to write because it's not about the writing is not always about getting published. Sometimes the writing is about working through some of that shit that I need to work through and Writing it all out will help me heal. And so, I mean, listeners, if you're listening, it's like, believe me, once your first sentence is not going to be what you're writing about, give yourself a beat to get through a couple pages, then you'll find out what the real problem is or what you're really upset about, you know
0: yeah i think those are great great tips um i also do that too with like um when you thought about like the peanuts incidents like oh i just thought of this thing that's kind of triggers me from my past let me like write that down and that's my journal prompt for tomorrow i do that a lot as well um if i can just like think of the most recent time i was triggered or like something that pissed me Mm. off even if it's like such a surface level thing and i'm like why am i why can't i stop thinking about that thing then i journal on it and like you said you don't always like end up there, but your subconscious starts to come out. And then that is like where the magic happens because then you're finding out the deeper stuff and like getting it out of your body.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, some of this stuff, it's like, um, I find like, um, well, I, like, like, Where there, if you say, like, I don't feel anything, um, is like, get moving, you know, like, go for a walk, listen to the music, I have a mini trampoline, I swear by, just get moving, because where there's motion, there's emotion, and, you know, a lot of, um, you know, do some, like, deep, deep breathing, Um, just, there's feelings there, you just don't want to keep them in your body, like you said,
0: Okay, I've been dying to get on this mini trampoline kick. Tell us about it and what it does for you, <laughs> and how you came about doing
1: it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> well, I mean, it probably is because like I've ran three marathons and I was like tired, and I was like, I, but I still have so much energy. But running started to hurt, and um, then I read like Tony Robbins does the mini trampoline, and and honestly, you can't get on a mini trampoline and not have fun. And um, I just know for me, like joy is a big driver of my success. Like if I'm having fun, it's most likely that like, I am having a lot of success in my life. And there's nothing that makes me happier than um, being able to put on some Beyonce jump around on a mini trampoline and just like dance and bounce and, you know, move some energy. Again, it's a state changer. Like, Anything where there's like music and motion involved, you can take like a bad mood to a good mood. I mean, me, give me 15 minutes and um, I'll be a new person. So it's like, it's like this idea that, I mean, I want to be master of my state. I don't want the environment to be dictating like how I should feel. And as an empath or, you know, around, You know, as we're on social media all the time, you can go one wrong scroll and all of a sudden you're like in hell, you're like this horrible mood. How do I get there? Well, maybe, you you know, for me, like I'll see a writer who just got another book published and I haven't got mine published. I'm like, Aubrey, please, there's enough of it for everybody. But if I get stuck there, then that's a time that I would bounce on my trampoline.
0: (laughs) I absolutely love it. Okay, I am going to order a trampoline. I also think like what do you think? They're
1: $45. They're $45 oh on Amazon. Get oh the Oh my gosh. I, no, the one I get is called like they have one that's like just for fun and they have another one that's called upper bounce. I mean, actually it's like 44.95. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I think we should start a trend of gifting these to people and like get people on this freaking trampoline trend.
1: <laughs> I know. it's right. It's right because it's like you can't be low vibe if you're on a mini trampoline. It's just no way. such
0: a good idea. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned you mentioned a lot of a lot of juicy things, but one thing you mentioned was you don't want to let your environment, uh, control you or dictate your, your mood. So you want to be in control of that. How can we, um, what are some other ways that we can train ourselves? And I know you've taught tons of workshops around like self-esteem and all of that. And, Mm -hmm. um, what are some ways we can train ourselves to, to not be a victim of our circumstances?
1: Um, I think, well, for me, the biggest game changer has been meditation. So that's been since 2013. So, um, meditation has allowed me to get intimate with me, my own thoughts, um, to recognize them as just thoughts and to be able to choose which ones I energize, um, not sort of like jump on everyone and think of them as like things I have to take action upon. And, um, so meditation is number one. Um, obviously journaling is another way to sort of reflect and, um, separate yourself from your th- your thoughts and you're crazy I think um, you know gratitude is another way to do it um, we there's this phenomenon I think that we all have which is destination um, addiction this mm-hmm. idea of I'll, I'll be happy when um, I get the job I get I get the book deal I get the I you know I find my person all of those things I, I lose 10 pounds um, and then when we get those things, then we change the, um, goalpost, Right. And so the bet, one of the best ways to sort of fight that destination existence, I mean, addiction is to really get in the present. Um, and that's with gratitude. So to really like look around, like, like today I went to meditate, I went to jump in the ocean, which I do. I'm the only crazy person who's like out in water. Um, when it's like 60 degrees, but it's like, makes me feel really alive. And I was just doing a meditation before I did that. And I was like, oh my gosh, blue sky, beautiful beach, like palm trees. Wow. You know, my sister is actually going into labor today. So that was another thing. It was just like, you know, just like amazing things that are happening in the here and now that, um, can get me out of a deep, dark hole that, um, I can go down. Um, and there's another thing. There's one more other thing that I think is really powerful that I am not really as in, I haven't like really put enough focus onto it lately, but it's asking people about themselves. So be interested versus interesting and really try to pull yourself, like, pull my own head out of my own ass and try to get interested in someone else and what their problem of the day is. Um, and that's really awesome. Because, I mean, you never know, like, people could need to be seen and heard and they could need to talk and they just wanted someone to ask them.
0: So... Anything else about um, your spirituality journey I mean if there's like one thing you could go back like a phrase or a quote or just a little mini pep talk you could give yourself when you were going through those hard times and and um, kind of being a victim of circumstances what would you tell yourself?
1: What would I tell myself hmm I mean what I would tell myself is like um, go inward like, it's not that scary in there, go inward. And mm-hmm. I would have like, cause meditation is honestly getting to be still with myself and my own thoughts has just opened up a whole entire world where I'm just not as judgmental about myself anymore. Um, and I didn't know that by just by sitting down with headphones on in the quiet for 20 minutes could give me so much peace. And, um, I think that, you know, I, all I was doing was reaching outside of myself when I had all of the answers and all of the power and all of the love inside of me the entire time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always, I always feel bad when I mention meditation to people and they say, oh my gosh, you, you being alone with your thoughts sounds terrible. And I'm just like, that's so sad to me because, but I would have agreed with that, you know, yeah. years ago, I would have been like, of course, yeah, that sounds terrible. I would just sit there and just think. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's partially and kind of going back to what we just talked about with, with other people who haven't quite embarked on these journeys yet with like going inward and with doing the inner work. It's our mission to share this with people. And it's, it's up to us to, to really be so high vibe that other people just like want to gravitate towards that lifestyle and that that involves us you know tolerating people who are in situations and and being victims and all of that too so I think it all kind of goes goes full circle there
1: yeah no I would agree I mean we're just holding space right for these people to come to just for their time to come and I mean honestly my best friend of Uh, I mean, 30 years, she's been my best friend. And she just started getting like this massage and this like really intense rolfing massage. And it sort of kicked her journey in, um, into action. And, you know, and I mean, thank goodness, because now we're on the same journey. And, Mm -hmm. and before we weren't. And, and so and once you're, once you kind of wake up, you can't, go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, you just can't. So I think it's just keep on, you know, doing the best I can doing our work before we go out there and um, just to be as patient. And I don't know, like as loving and even the smiles, you know, just throw someone a smile, ask them how they're doing, just look them in the eye. Um, yeah. I think that's, we. that's all we can do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love just like smiling at random people.
1: I know, I know. know.
0: It makes me happy.
1: (laughs) I know, right? It's great.
0: Yeah. Okay, so final question. Do you have any favorite books in the realm of personal development, mindset, spirituality, all of it?
1: Okay. So, yes. um, I'm looking at my Audible. So, oh, man. Okay. Untethered Soul. Michael Singer. I've heard of you? Oh, oh my gosh. It's like so good. It's so good. Like mind blowing. Um, let me see what else. The four agreements is something that I've read again lately. And, um, let me think. What are some other ones? I mean, obviously the artist way, and there's a new book um, by Tara Schuster that just came out called By Yourself the Fucking Lilies. And it's all about self-care. And it's really – I'm trying to get a story um, placed by her. But it's all about, like, just really, like, having a lot of grace with, like, where you are and where you're at. And she talks a lot about journaling and working out and movement. And, um, yeah, that's another one that's sort of memoir-esque slash how-to – Um, yeah, but I think that those like untethered soul, the four agreements, those are definite, um, go-to's if you haven't got a chance to read them.
0: Yeah, I haven't read those. I've actually heard of both. I'm putting them on my reading (laughs) list as we speak. (laughs) Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. So exciting. Well, Aubrey, this has been such a fun conversation. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I'm sure by now everyone wants to know where the heck they can find you, where they find you on the internet. What can you tell us about that?
1: Okay. So I have this really, this pretty fun Instagram feed that you can go. There's lots. It's, it's definitely R-rated. Um, lot, <laughs> lots of F-bombs. and um, But just lots of real talk and raw. I put it out there. Um, so it's Aubrey, A-U-B-R-E-E dot Nichols um and that's my instagram and if you go there you can click on my website is aubreynichols.com and has a bunch of my writing um but i think that instagram is probably your the first step and then from there you can find everything else um yeah so that's it but i'd love to connect with you and send me a dm if you listened to the podcast i'd love to i'd love to connect with you that way too Awesome. Guys,
0: go check her out. Go follow her. Be on the lookout for her book. We are so excited. Aubrey, thanks so much for joining us tonight.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it.